why it has been a long time since we've done one of these bad boys let's catch the fuck up hostels in hawaii how the fuck are you guys i feel like i need to do this podcast not only for the friends family you know listening um but also for myself you know as a tracker of like what the fuck has been going on in life and also kind of just like I don't know, I think it tracks the growth. I, oh my god, you know what I should do? I need to go back and listen to um, one of the other, like, the old Let's Catch Up podcasts. I'm gonna do that really quickly, because I feel like it's going to, I don't know, it's, I know it's, I know that I was a completely different person when I first recorded and posted those, so I'm gonna go listen really quickly, and then I'll come back to you guys. Holy shit, that made me nostalgic. I went back and listened to um, little bits and pieces of those. And it's crazy to hear what I was talking about. Um, You know, I was, I mean, in the last, like, Let's Catch Up podcast, I'm talking about not going to college and taking the second gap year. And that is wild because that girl really took a leap of faith. She really did not <laughs> have a plan and she took a leap of faith and it worked out. And that it almost makes me like emotional to go back and listen to that because I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm so proud of little 18 year old Zoe. <laughs> I, like she was so brave for that choice because it truly was not, you know, I mean, like, society will always tell you that you're goofy for doing something that's different from most people and it's crazy because I cannot imagine making any different choice because if I had gone to college you know after the first gap year my life would be completely different and I wouldn't have just experienced all of the things that I just experienced and I can't imagine my life without those people that I met those places that I saw like I can't imagine my life without those things and then my next step and you know going to college now like I am now going to a place that I think really suits me best. I think I'm finally actually ready. And if I had gone then, I I would have been going to University of Arizona. That that was where I wanted to go in high school. That's not where, you know, me, my present self would, would, you know, that wouldn't be the best place for my present self. So it's just crazy that, you know, fucking butterfly effect, man. Like, that shit really changed the course of my life and I think for the better and I'm really proud of myself for making that decision um and yeah it's just cool and then you know the first let's catch up kind of thing I guess we can just backtrack um if you're new to the podcast and you haven't uh listened to those before basically I'm talking about my whole experience in Hawaii and how everything happened for me and so if you haven't heard the story um I'll tell it to you. I'll give you the short little version but I would also recommend going back and listening to it you know in real time um but basically I originally left for Hawaii for 60 days of camping and I would have never known what was in store for me when I first left and I would have you know I only thought I was going for 60 days um and I was camping with a bunch of other kids on gap years people I had never met before a bunch of strangers at the time which is crazy because it's now been over a year since that trip um which is also crazy because I'm looking down at my you know, my hand and my, oh my gosh, one of my friends from that trip just texted me. Oh my God. Wow. How, that is wild how the world works. Um, holy shit. I feel like, okay, whatever. Ah, (laughs) that threw me off. Um, 
but yeah also i hope you guys are enjoying the nice birds chirping in the background um it's springtime baby i love it um but yeah i'm looking down at my hand and i'm realizing i have my bracelets from that trip i have this like green emerald stone bracelet that i got at a crystal shop that i got with my friends rose and anya um and actually anya texted me the other day as well and she she was on a plane i think going to the czech republic and she sent me this thing from her notes app that she had written and she was like i am so blessed that i got to meet you in my life and i'm so happy that you know you're a part of my life it was really really sweet and i was like damn you know i'm so lucky to have met her she's one of the beautiful souls i met along the way so i have that bracelet i share that with them we also all have tattoos matching tattoos together and then i have this like yarn bracelet basically kind of like i don't really know how to describe it but we all got it at the end of the trip it was like seared onto us with um with like fire <laughs> with like a match and it's crazy because i know a lot of people on that trip theirs have fallen off but mine uh has not and i think it's cool i think it shows like the impact that that trip had on my life and that the bracelet is still with me really means something to me so it's cool you know to look down at my wrist and see these and i still have i have more bracelets with more stories and that's why i love you know collecting bracelets over time because they mean something to you so i will get back i will talk about that as well as we go on through this podcast and we catch the fuck up um but yeah so it all started with that trip um on the first gap year and then when that trip was over I went to go stay with my dear friend Bodhi, who he's been on the podcast a few times, and then after I stayed with Bodhi, I met, well, and now his girlfriend, which is crazy, like, how life works, you know, at the time they were just friends, but now they are dating, and they're actually together right now, which is so beautiful, um, it's adorable, I saw Bodhi when I came back home, and then he headed out to Martha's Vineyard to go be with Avalon, who, um, was just about to mention but they're dating and then they called me when they were finally together and you know I just love the two of them so much and honestly like seeing them happy brings me so much joy and so when they called me and they were finally together and they've never been on the mainland together before which is crazy they've only ever been in Hawaii together so I know that this was like a really big thing for them okay so anyways getting back on track then my dear friend Avalon um invited me to come live with her for free which is incredible on the west side of the island and now that I know her well it makes sense to me because I'm like oh she's just one of the kindest most pure souls but at the time I didn't know her very well so I was like wow this is crazy but it ended up working out so well it's so funny how the universe works because now she's one of my closest friends and you know that time was so pivotal for me because then her and all my other roommates convinced me to stay even longer and you know change my flight and stay an extra month and we all know what happened in that extra month um that's when this podcast started which is crazy if that time hadn't existed you know if I hadn't been you know invited to go live on the west side and then you know change my flight that extra month I would never have worked at the hostel thus hostels in Hawaii is born and it kind of takes off from there and so it's cool because I'm looking back down at my wrist and my friend Hannah who was one of my roommates on the west side with me during that time 
made me a bracelet and gifted it to me and I still wear it every single day um, because it just reminds me of the kindness that they extended to me and to extend that kindness to others and you know it's crazy my life is completely different because of that moment and there was no way of me knowing that at the time you know at the time I was just like oh these girls are so much fun and I love hanging out with them and it's so nice that they wanted me to come live with them but I didn't realize like the huge impact it would have on my life one day and so you know when I changed my flight I ended up finding the hostel after that and going and I was just gonna stay there for a month as a guest um and I actually started the podcast when I was a guest which is crazy because you know I could have just left after a month and you know now I have this podcast called hostels in Hawaii but I think I knew as soon as I walked in there that I wanted to be there for a long time and that it would have it would be a place that could teach me a lot and it definitely did and if you go back and you listen to the old episodes the first episodes um I mean, just in all of them, the first 50 episodes are actually at that hostel. Um, So if you go listen to any of the first 50, and what's crazy is the, oh my god, the 50th, it's so crazy how full circle, but the 50th is with Avalon, because I ended up, um, she ended up coming back to Hawaii, and I ended up getting her a job at the hostel, and she ended up working there as well. So what a crazy full circle moment. I guess it's just, you know, a little reminder to when people, you know, bring kindness to you to bring it back to them in any way you can and I feel like that was one of my ways of showing gratitude to her like look you changed my life I want to try to change yours you know um but yeah crazy so if you go and listen back to any of the first 50 episodes you know that's my journey there at that hostel and it was such a shaping like it really did shape me um into who my present self is right now and it's just crazy because it was such a beautiful experience and um and I learned all I, you know, could from it. And when it, I knew when it was my time to go home and when it was the time for the next adventure and everything. And coming home was such a intense, dramatic experience at that time, just with what was going on in my personal life. And it's so awesome because now coming home this time, it's like I'm able to just look back on everything that's happened to me and appreciate all of it. And it's not as, you know, intense or dramatic this time around. And um it's cool because it just feels like I'm I'm growing up. I'm getting used to this whole coming home and and go and leaving and coming back. And there's beauty in that. And um, you know, I have some things that I wrote down in my journal. And one of the things that I wrote down, it's like just a bunch of little kind of quotes and notes and things that I've learned. And I'm gonna you know talk about some of them on the podcast today, just because I think it's a good way to show the growth that's happened in you know the past you know, adventures and, you know, past a year and a half of my life. But one of the things I wrote down was, I am so lucky to have something so bittersweet. And what I mean by that is, you know, when you are sad to leave a place or you are, you know, there's a bittersweet feeling of like, oh, I'm really sad that I'm leaving this place, but I'm also so happy that of the time I had there. Or, you know, for me, it was, it's hard to come back, like, home, right? Because you're like, oh, like, well, no, it's not hard. I don't know. It is what it isn't, right? So it's like you you are so sad that you're leaving such an amazing experience, but you're so happy to be going back home. And, and how lucky am I to have something that's bittersweet? You know, like something sad to leave, but happy to go back to. That's the ideal situation, right? So it's, I don't know. It's, it's just, I feel so lucky um, to have that bittersweetness in my life. And I hope to continue to have that on, you know, whatever 
you know next adventure I go on I know a lot of people I think feel that way for college like they're so sad to leave their college but they're so excited to go back home for the holidays or you know whatever that may be I mean I I hope that that's how people feel I hope that's they have that bittersweetness in their life too um but yeah so it's just crazy because I would have never have guessed you know when I started this podcast that it would become kind of what it has and um I'm so happy that it's been along on the adventure with me and it's crazy that this whole you know this whole I mean okay so if you go back and listen to Sleepless in Seattle which is a podcast um that I did also the title of a movie please don't copyright me the owners of that movie but um it's when I got stuck in Seattle on the way um you know home or on the way no not on the way home on the way leaving home to Kauai right and I just saw a quote in my um notebook when I was reading the other one and it's from that time of when I was leaving and it really it's crazy to look back on because I there's so much unknown and now to be on the other side of it and to look back on it and see how beautiful of an experience that was and how lucky I am to have gotten to experience that I feel like the luckiest girl in the world now but to look back and to see the mindset I was in I was really anxious and I don't get anxious you know normally and it's interesting because I was going back to the islands where I had spent a lot of time and I'd been to Maui I'd been to the big island I had been to Oahu and I'd spent a lot of time there but I'd never been to Kauai and it's, it was weird because I it felt familiar yet very new and I was really anxious I was really anxious before I left and like I said um you know I don't usually get anxious I'm usually pretty good at just being like let's take things as they come you know things that are not in your control you know control the things that are in your control but the things that are not in your control like just like let yourself feel them let yourself just like let those feelings pass through so when I do get anxious that's usually kind of how I cope with it and um I was like you you've already bought the plane ticket there's no backing out now like just like try to calm yourself down and like you can do this and so what I wrote down in my journal was this and I'll read it to you because we are homies like that and I share bits and pieces of my journal so (laughs) let's get into it so I said um I am really pushing myself out of my comfort zone with this one. The overwhelming feeling and anxiety is just a passing feeling, and I can get through this. I will look back on this one day, and I will say that I'm proud of myself. And this is the day. This is the day that I look back, and I say I'm really proud of myself for pushing through those nerves. And because, I, you know, I was going, I guess, I guess when you look at it this way, it makes sense why I was nervous. I was going to a whole new island that I had never been to before, didn't know anybody there, and, you know, all I knew was I had a job there and um that's all I knew you know that's really all I knew and I really took a leap of faith um but it ended up working out so beautifully I met so many people that I can't imagine my life without now you know and it was it's just crazy to see how everything went down so I guess yeah let's get to the catching up part guys this is what happened so I let's catch up with this is what we've been up to also I would love to hear what the fuck is up with you guys um I feel like there's always constant life is always constantly changing and you know it's hard to keep up with your friends sometimes and whenever I text my friends I say like send me a life update send me a big fat photo dump send me just everything voice memos like I want it all like send me little vlogs and shit like I just want any piece of information that you want to share about your life so that I can just know what's going on with you guys so this is a little bit what has been going on with me
Hello again, I love how right at the part where I was about to start actually filling you guys in, we actually start chopping it up and catching up, I had to go, I had to tend to some things, so it's a couple days later, Um, it's about 2am now, but we're gonna get back into it, we're just gonna jump right back into the flow of the podcast, and we're gonna actually start catching up now, I know that was super anticlimactic for no reason, or it was climactic, and then it was anticlimactic, but we're here let's actually start catching up. So this is what went down. I went and worked at a hostel in Kauai and that was a huge dream of mine for the second gap year. I said, if I'm taking a second gap year, I'm going to Kauai. I'm getting there. It's the only island out of like the four main traveled to. Um, You know, you can travel to the other islands. Some of them are like day islands. Um, Some of them you need like a special invitation to go to. So out of like the four main travel islands um, in Hawaii, it was the one that I hadn't, you know, traveled to yet. So it was big on my list. It was a big goal of mine. And I was like, guys, I'm going to accomplish this. Like I'm going to take a second gap year because I needed, I wanted it to be okay. Like Here's the thing, I knew that I needed to make it its own trip, like, I knew at that stage of my life, I had a lot going on, I needed to come home, I needed to reset, I needed to figure out what I was going to do for college, um, and I just, I need to be with my family too, and I really, if I wanted to go, I wanted to really appreciate it, I wanted to be fully present and so I knew I needed to go home and then go to Kauai and get it all set up and all that good stuff so while I was still on Oahu working at the other hostel I secured the job in Kauai um like I had the interview out there and everything and um then I went back home and then I prepared like I you know had to do a bunch of things back home but I also just got to have a lot of good quality family time and see old friends and I had been gone for so long you know like there's people I hadn't seen in a year so it was really really special time to me and awesome and incredible and I think that that was definitely the right way for me to do it so then I could come back to the island fully present fully ready to experience everything and to take it all in um because I think, frankly, I was a bit burnt out, you know, um, and so I needed to go and recharge and get myself rejuvenated, and so I did just that, and I came back, uh, to the islands, um, with such, um, like, I was just in a really good mindset to accept whatever was coming my way, and Kauai was incredible, it was better than I could have ever imagined, and, and all that anxiety that I had before going was super valid, but, immediately when I got there I got a really good feeling that this was exactly where I was supposed to be and that I was exactly on the right track and it's actually cool because all of these places um that I'm about to talk about and all these things that ended up happening every single time I was in a place I couldn't have felt more that I was exactly in the right place at the right time that like there was nowhere else that I need to be that that I was on the right track you know that I need to be here at that moment so that was an incredible feeling that I had and Kauai itself I just think it was a gift it was just a beautiful gift for me and it's cool because I'm bringing it back to the whole bracelet thing I was talking about a little bit ago so basically I have my bracelet from uh the DR from my ARC trip um from when I lived on the west side I explained some of those and then I have this other bracelet um that was a gift from 
a really good friend that I made out in Kauai, and he got it for me, and I didn't even realize that it was, like, a really special, unique bracelet, much like the island itself, and it's it's pretty rare, and I had no clue when he gave it to me, um, you know, he just got it for me, and he was like, here you go, it's a gift, and I was like, oh, thank you, and, um, yeah, I, you know, I realized later, because actually, crazy, I realized it because a woman on Oahu saw it on my wrist, and she was like, where did you get that? And I was like, oh, a friend gave it to me in Kauai, and I think you can only get them. It's like a certain type of shell. Basically, the bracelet is made up of shells, and um, the pattern that they're in are really special, and I think that you can only find these shells on Kauai, so I think that's why it's so rare and special, and, you know, and maybe, maybe what I was looking for at that time was you know, maybe I could only find it on Kauai, and it, and I think that experience I had was very rare and special, and I just feel like the experience as a whole was just a gift, much like the bracelet, just, you know, not, I didn't expect it, you know, but it was so perfect and beautiful, and I don't know if the analogy makes a lot of sense, but it kind of does to me, and, and I love looking down at my wrists and looking down at my bracelets, and and having that strong memory attached to each one of them. And I just think, I don't know, like something about Kauai. I I was just in the best mental space for that experience. And I just think the whole thing was a gift. I don't know how to describe it any better than that, you know? I was just living in the moment every single day. I was grateful every single day for what was coming my way. I was meeting new people. I was more prepared to be away from home that time around I feel like you know being away from home before it you know it started to become really intense to be away for that long and and like I said coming back was super intense and there was a lot going on and and I think I just felt much more grown up and so confident in myself and so content and happy and just grateful and blessed and the whole experience was a gift like I just can't describe it any better than that I guess and okay I keep getting interrupted things keep popping up while I'm trying to record this podcast but this is cool my friend who gave me the bracelet on Kauai actually just called me which is crazy like how stuff like that um happens I was like dude I was just talking about the bracelet no fucking way and he was like oh yeah and he was telling me about the guy that he you know bought it from and he said that his name was Dave and that Dave was a chiller and that Dave had a parrot on his shoulder I believe which just sounds like Dave is a fucking legend and he said that Dave you know found you know the shells are super rare and hard to find and Dave went and found them all himself and then you know he puts the bracelet together himself and he says that it takes a really long time to make and that he puts a lot of love into them which makes it even more special so thought you guys might want to know those little fun facts about the bracelet as well um and yeah so Kauai was just such a beautiful amazing experience that I will forever be grateful for and it's crazy how everything worked out because it, you know, okay, so the whole hostel shutting down, right? It sounds like a bad thing, but I truly think that, and, and it was, it was stressful, don't, don't get me wrong, like, there was definitely a moment of, like, holy shit, I'm about to be homeless and jobless, all in one felt swoop, but I was also just, like, calm, and I was, like, you know, take everything anything that happens in your life and turn it into an opportunity you know I just I was like the world is wide open like 
yes, I'm about to be homeless and jobless, but let me look at this as freedom to do whatever the hell I want, you know, like, let's, let's go do something crazy, and luckily I have savings, and, you know, luckily I have a beautiful home and parents to go back to, so, you know, it's not, it's not, um, you know, like, this isn't my primary home, this is just my home for the time being, and so I was like, let's make this, you know, a really, positive thing and it honestly ended up being such a beautiful thing because I think it would have been really hard to leave that hostel just on my own you know um because it was such a special place but it was kind of fun that me and all my friends all left together and also just knowing I don't know I think um I think it's beautiful I guess the thing with hostels is that when you leave them they continue on like I always thought that was so cool about the other one but I think a small part of you also has a little bit of FOMO because you're like god damn like life in that hostel is still continuing on and a small part of you is like oh I wonder like what it would be like if I was still there or whatever but I don't have that with this one you know like it all just came to this grand finale closing if you will and I don't know, I think it was really special in that way, and I was so lucky to have the time there that I did, um, and it was kind of cool to be there for the end, and, you know, it it was stressful for a little bit, but we, we made it through, and I knew I was going to figure out what the next step was, and, um, the main thing I was worried about was not being able to finally show my parents the island, but it all worked out, so basically, and I explained this on, I think, a few of the podcasts um, earlier, but basically, my lovely friend Gavin came in clutch, he came in such clutch, and he had a place for us to rent for the exact dates that we needed it, which I was like, damn, the universe is just looking out for us, and also Gavin's just looking out for us, Um, but it felt like, yeah, I think I've talked about this before, right, the island kind of speaks to you, lets you know when it's your time to stay, when it's your time to go, when, you know, like, it always is looking out for you, and the island provides, and very much, you know, when the hostel shut down, it felt like the island's way of telling me, like, you have to go back to Oahu, you have some unfinished business there, and don't worry, you're, it's all gonna work out, you're gonna make it back to Kauai, you're still gonna get to show your parents the beautiful island, um, but it's your time to go to Oahu, and everything worked out perfectly. We got super cheap rent. We got super cheap flights. And we headed on over there. And I got to bring Charlotte and Allie and show them around the island, which was so much fun. And get all these new memories and all these new experiences. And the three of us roomed together. And it was just so much fun. Um, and it totally set Allie on a new track for her life. You know, that's where she lives now, which is crazy and awesome. And is so special that we were there for the beginning of the start of a brand new life for her, um, and I just enjoyed that time so much, you know, the three of us made the most of it, we didn't have any responsibilities, and we're like, we're just gonna make friends, go on adventures, do crazy shit each and every single day, and have the time of our lives, and just enjoy this, but also enjoy each other's presence, and also just, like, we would all, like, just make meals together, and have little family meals, and we would go and watch the sunset, and meditate, and do yoga, and go hitchhike, and make you know, friends with the people that would pick us up hitchhiking and just truly made the most out of the situation and met so many new people. And going back to Oahu was an experience that was such a gift as well, honestly, you know. And also going back, it's such a small community and I I don't think I was expecting to run into as many people as I did or for, you know, I just think that um, 
Hawaii is constantly changing and people that you know there are constantly moving, leaving, coming, going. And so I guess I wasn't expecting to know as many people when I came back or I thought that I would feel it would feel more different um, from when I lived there. But I would run into people I knew all the time and the energy was just so good. And they'd be like, Zoe, how are you? Like, what have you been up to? And I'm like, I was just on Kauai. The hostel shut down. Holy shit. And I would tell them the whole story. I remember... One night after Taco Tuesday, um, my friend Claire was giving us a ride home and we were explaining to her everything that had gone down. And I hadn't seen her in a while. I hadn't seen her since my last time on Oahu. And when we were telling her the story of everything, it just, it was, I was like, this is crazy. This sounds like a movie. Like the way that everything went down, like maybe, maybe I'll get into the nitty gritty details one day. If you guys are interested in hearing that shit, if you want to hear the real, the real shit, maybe I'll get into it. But I was just like, this literally sounds like the plot of a movie. Like, this is insane. Um, oh, but that's also another thing. Oh my gosh, Taco Tuesday. So, this is crazy. It was always a goal of mine to sing at Taco Tuesday. And it's crazy that I went back to Oahu and I got to go to as many Taco Tuesdays as possible, you know? And every single one. It was crazy that, like, we got there on a Tuesday and we left on a Tuesday. And... Each Taco Tuesday I went to, every single one, I got to sing it, I got to perform it, and um, every single one I went to was special, and still, it'll always be one of my favorite nights out of the year, just something really special about it, Um, and I just, I can't believe that I just got to go back to Oahu and, like, live out a dream, you know, that I had for a long time, like, that was wild, and I think there was just a lot of things I either got closure for, or I accomplished, or I kind of just lived out a little dream of mine, and I think it was really important that I had that, and I think that going to Oahu was very much needed. I I knew deep down that it had to happen uh, before I left the islands, for not for good, but, you know, for now, and it just felt like one big grand finale kind of it was like you have this beautiful gift of the island of Kauai and it's a spiritual beautiful place and you get to go to temples and you get to learn about the culture and you get to go see all of these some of the most natural beautiful things I've ever seen in my life gorgeous nature like I just felt so connected to nature out there and I felt so lucky for the time that I was there, like I said, I was there at the exact time I needed to be, and oh, the other thing I want to talk about too is, I felt so present there, to the point where I felt like every moment, um, you know, I was living fully in the present and just taking everything in, and something that I've written down in my journal, which I'm gonna share with you guys, is this. I said, I feel like there are some memories that are so strong in my mind that I can live in them from time to time. And I think that's a gift that living in the present has taught me, that when you truly are there, when you live in the present, pun intended, it gives you a little gift of being able to revisit those memories every once in a while. Um, Because it's just so strong in your mind. It's so special. It's It's just in there. It's in there forever, you know? And I feel that way about Kauai, that I can kind of go back to that mental state and that mindset. And, you know, all the memories um, are very strong. And I feel really lucky for that. Um, So, yeah, holy shit. Um, I also am reading this thing. 
in my journal as well, which I think I've talked about in the podcast before, but this is one of my new favorite things. Um, because, and I've been giving this to my friends as advice recently, when you're go, going through something hard, um, and, you know, in that time it might feel like the whole world is crashing down, or that whatever the issue is, it's the biggest thing in the world, right? But the cool thing is that your future self knows that you're going to make it through this, and you in that moment don't know your future self yet and you don't know that you're going to make it through it but your future self does know that and so sometimes you know when I'm in the present me now I think back to a time where I was struggling with something or having a hard time with something and I think of my current self in this very moment this version of myself going back in time to that version of myself and this present version of myself giving the younger version of myself, a big old hug. Because, you know, for that version, if that makes sense, the older version, it's like, this is the future version of myself coming back. Who knows that we're going to make it through this? Does that make sense? And just giving them a hug and telling them, like, I'm with you. I'm there. I'm, you know, you're going to do it. Don't worry. It's going to, it's all going to work out. Um, and it, it won't be the biggest thing in the world one day. And it's going to, it's all going to be okay. And I don't know how to, like, dis- like maybe it just makes sense in my mind. I don't know how to fully describe it. But it makes so much sense to me because you can really visualize it when you're in the present and looking back on it. It's kind of like hindsight thing. You're like, oh, wow, this version of myself was always there with that version of myself. But in those hard moments, you know, when you are actually in the moment, it's like you might not be aware that, the future version of yourself is with you. Am I explaining this? Well, I hope so. But it's like you also in a small way can be because you can just trust your future self that it's all going to be okay, you know? Like you always got yourself and every older version of yourself, you know, you need every single one of them to make up this current present version of yourself. And I think that going back to Oahu, that really came to fruition for me, just realizing that every single experience I had out there is what turned me into into the person I am today. And I am grateful for every single experience, the good and the bad, because it, it's shaping me into my present self. And I hope that that made sense. I hope you guys kind of were following along with that as I was trying to explain it. It makes a lot of sense to me. Um, I also just like that visual you know, of one version of myself giving another version of myself a hug and just being there like a friend. I mean, I think you should always treat yourself like a friend. Um, That's one of the things I've learned is just always, you know, your relationship with yourself should be treated the same way as you would treat a relationship with a significant other or, you know, a parent or a sibling or a, just a friendship. Um, you need to constantly be working on your relationship with yourself and you have to show it love and you have to give it time. And um, I think that that was something in Kauai that I really got into as well is just really being able to give myself time and to listen to myself and to be close with myself and talk to myself. And I think talking to yourself is so good. I don't know why that's frowned upon in society. I think that's actually very strange that we frown upon it. You should talk to yourself. You're your friends with yourself you know you have to like 
you sometimes you just gotta talk about shit that's why people journal that's why people do shit like podcasting i guess at the moment i'm talking to myself it doesn't even wow i did not realize that but it doesn't feel like that um but i do think it's just because i've gotten so comfortable around myself but it's the same thing it's like when you're warming up to another person um you have to get comfortable with them and same thing with yourself you gotta warm up to yourself you gotta get comfortable with yourself and i think one of the most beautiful gifts Kawhi brought me was just feeling such a level of comfort with myself and feeling so confident. I know I've talked about that before, but I can't stress enough the pure joy I was feeling and um, just how lucky I feel for all of that. So yeah, basically in Kauai, amazing experience, hostel shuts down, goes to Oahu, gets to live out some dreams, gets to achieve some goals, gets to get some closure. It all works out perfectly. Then I fly back to Kauai and finally I get to live out another dream of mine, which was finally showing my parents the islands and just showing them the person I've become out there. Because, you know, I at that point too, I had, you know, gone home for the holidays and seen them. And so in a way they'd kind of seen the person I'd, you know, grown into. But like, something I still felt this need to like I need to show them I need I need them to be here I need them to see this and even though I envisioned it with them coming to the hostel and seeing me working and seeing my life there and meeting all my friends um that's definitely how I envisioned it in my head it's okay what what happened was perfect you know because I got to leave Kauai um and not be there, there was no sadness when I left to go to Oahu because I knew I got was able to come back and it was also good that I wasn't working because I got to just spend so much quality time with my family and really just show my parents around the island and not have a care in the world except for just showing my parents this beautiful island and just being their tour guides of sorts but also introducing them to you know their new their new kid kind of you know like they're all grown up not really not really but you know a more grown-up version of me and um the person I've been working to become and you know they got to actually see me in my element it just it was really cool it was all I could have ever asked for honestly um that was honestly a dream come true just getting to spend the time with my parents and and you know making them proud is all I wanted um there were so many times where I was, you know, gone for so long, and I just remember thinking, like, God, all, all I want is for my parents to be proud of me. That's all I want. And finally being able to have that moment of all of us together and um, them just being with me and being like, we're proud of you. Like, look at what you've accomplished. Look at what you've done out here. And and I don't know, that was just such a huge moment that I'll never forget and um especially just like with my dad's health and we didn't know if he was going to be able to make it out and him finally making it out and he had never been to Hawaii before and me being able to give him that gift just meant so much um because it is a beautiful place and I wish everyone could experience it you know and being able to see my dad experience it he's just such a wholesome simple beautiful person such a chiller he's just so kind he just has the right priorities in life and he deserves the world and same with my mom she's such a kind soul and I just I don't know what I would do without them they truly are my 
everything. Family is everything to me. So it was a dream come true to be able to show my parents the island. And they still got to meet a bunch of my friends. I got to take them out to live music and dancing. I got to bring them on crazy hikes and waterfalls. And I pushed them out of their comfort zone. And I made them, you know, jump over some gates and go a little bit of trespassing if you will and well, maybe, you know not really trespassing just passing but you know just a little a little spice it up a little bit and they got to see so many cool things and I'm really happy with our time there and then we went to LA to be reunited with my sister and the whole family was back together and that was super fun. We were all reunited in the airport. And we hadn't all traveled together since COVID. Um, which is crazy because we used to go on family trips all the time. I used to travel all the time with my family. And it's crazy that, you know, I had been traveling for the past, like, year and a half without them. It, you know, it was awesome to be all back together. So we all met back in L- We were all in L.A. So so at that point, it was just crazy. I had gone, gone to Kauai, Oahu, Kauai, L.A., and then San Diego, and then back to LA, and then Coachella, like, it was just, it was a lot, but we go to LA, and then we all go to San Diego, and then, you know, it was just, it was wild, because I ended, I did a whole, you know, podcast of kind of my transition period through that, and so this does kind of feel just like a little catch-up, just like a little rewind, just like a little, this podcast is just kind of to process all of it, I guess, because it was just a lot, and I think while I was in it, I was just trying to focus on being there, because I knew this was such a special time in my life and I was like I just want to focus on each place that I'm in and it was wild I actually didn't think about you know when I was on Oahu I wasn't thinking about Kauai when I was on Kauai I wasn't thinking about LA you know when I was in San Diego I wasn't thinking about Oahu you know like each place I was in I was just like we're here be focused here be present here and each like I said at the beginning it just felt like that was where I was supposed to be at that time so it was awesome you know I I Got to have my grand finale, if you will, in Hawaii. And, you know, I'm sure I'll be back sooner rather than later. But um, that chapter was definitely a huge one in my life of actually living there and adventuring every single day. And just the way that it all ended in grand style. Hostel, 40 years shuts down, goes back to the North Shore, such a special place in my heart, and gets to have the greatest gift of all of showing my parents around the island and then you know, like, holy shit, I couldn't have asked for it to end in a grander fashion or in a better way, and I truly got everything I needed, I got all the closure I needed, I got everything, and, and, you know, there's still, there's still more adventure there for me one day, um, but I knew that the adventure now was, you know, it was time for San Diego, and so, yeah, going there was just crazy, because it really simply was one chapter closing right in front of my face I what you know like I was so I was just like wow it's ending you know and then right as it ends another one just starts like a new book I feel like a new book was starting to be written in the best way possible in the best way possible it's like the sequel you know we can't have the second book without the first book and the first book is always going to be near and dear to my heart but it's time for the second book let's you know let's get writing let's start, let's start it, I'm excited, and I loved San Diego, and I loved adventuring around my family, and we just had the best time, and I truly did fall in love with the place already, I mean, yeah, and it got me so excited about college, and I'm just, 
I'm stoked. Um, I feel very ready for this next chapter. And yeah, holy shit, that's kind of all I have to say about that. Just like, I feel ready. Um, I'm sure it'll come with lots of new challenges and all that good jazz. We'll get there when we get there. You know, we'll get there when we get there. But for now, I'm excited. For now, I feel ready. For now, I'm ready to turn, open the page of the new book and all that jazz. And then I went to LA, visited Hannah, and it was crazy. We ended up going to Coachella. And just a bunch of other fun things happened, but that was definitely the highlight. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'm going to shut up about Coachella because you just there was just four podcasts put out about Coachella so you know we don't need it's all good we got that one covered basically um but it was just crazy it was crazy the the whole travel couple months that I had like that was such a wild time in life I really went to Kauai to Oahu to Kauai to LA to San Diego to LA like it was just like a big old sandwich and a double sandwich if you will you know and I was eating good and I don't know if any of that makes sense but I was really 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 grateful for everything that happened and it just feels like a big old big old update with everything and so many lessons were learned along the way and then I and I came home (laughs) and I love home I I truly am so excited um oh okay the one thing I do want to talk about with college is um basically that I think I've said before in the podcast right that I kind of have viewed school as a waiting room and I am trying to shift my mindset on this because I just I think that change is good and I think that balance is good and I think that college will give me balance and um I just think that it's yeah, I want to I want to go into it with a good mindset. And I don't want to go into it thinking, okay, this is just a waiting room. This is a waste of my time. You know, I don't I don't want to be thinking like that because it's not truly giving it a real shot. So, what I'm trying to shift my mindset to is that it's not a waiting room. It's a training room. And the way I'm kind of looking at it is that you know, I haven't been Okay, here's my little analogy. I hope this makes sense. But I haven't been on a treadmill in years because I've been running outside and I've just been being active outside so kind of instead of like going to the gym and training I've just been out in the real world doing a bunch of shit being active and just running outside um and I also feel like for me just also actually I actually haven't been to a gym in a long time since COVID actually just because I used to go to the gym a lot before COVID but then obviously they weren't the most safe place in the world and so and then I was you know on this whole extravagant adventure and all that and I was just active all the time and I was just running outside so that's not only a little analogy metaphor type of thing like that's actually real as well I haven't been on a treadmill in a long time um but the cool thing the the way that the analogy lines up is like Um, same with school and same with the gym is that I wasn't loving school, right? You know, I kind of, I was burnt out from school and I needed a break from it and I wasn't in the best mindset about it, right? And same with the gym. I don't know if I was, there was definitely a time where I was not going to the gym, you know, for, in the right mindset for the right reasons, um, because I didn't look at my body in a healthy way, I didn't feel healthy about my body, and now that I've been outside in the real world, I've 
grown to love my body and grown to love working out again and want to do it just to be good to myself just to like same with school right like I hated you know school for a bit there but now that I'm out in the real world it's like I'm back into loving learning and I'm ready to go into it with the right mindset and I want to love learning and I want to do and you know like I want to do it for myself and to be good to my mind same with I want to work out to be good to my body and so it's cool the parallel it's like I just needed a break from school and from the treadmill and from the indoor gym I needed to get outside in the world I need to run around I need to be active I need to fall back in love with learning and with working out and training and and using those that part of my brain and my body and all that stuff does that make sense like I just needed to get back into a healthy relationship with those things so that I could get back on the treadmill and actually enjoy it and actually train myself and actually use it same with school so that you know and I will and I will enjoy it more because of my time outside because of the experiences I've had I don't know if that makes sense. To me, it feels like a very strong parallel. and Like a little metaphor, if you will. But um, I don't know. I just think it's beautiful. I really have gotten into an actually really healthy relationship with food, with how I look at my body, with how I look at my brain, with how I look at training those things. And I want to be good to all of them, both of them. And after my experiences that I've had on my gap years, I feel like I am going into this with the best mindset possible to be good to my brain, to my body, and to the learning that's going to happen. And sometimes you need to give yourself a break. Sometimes you're burnt out. And sometimes you need to do something different and make a change. Like I said, change is so good. Balance is so good. And sometimes you need to make that change and do something different so that you can fall back in love with those things and come back in with the right mindset and so I'm looking at college as a training room not a waiting room let's shift the mindset and I think I'm going in with the best mindset I've ever had about it Um, which is awesome because that was you know at the end of the day one of the main purposes of taking the second gap year was so that I could truly feel ready and I truly do and this has been a fucking wild ride a wild ride and I feel lucky to have had all the experiences I've had so that's a little bit of catching up with me I guess that's kind of what I've been up to I have loved being home so far I'm really just looking forward to enjoying the simple beautiful things about life and continuing on continuing to learn and you know, just getting ready for the next big chapter, but there's going to be lots of adventures in between then and along the way, and so you guys are obviously coming along for the ride, fuck it, let's do it, and I would love to hear what is going on with you guys, I would love to hear the life life update for you guys, um, so let's catch the fuck up as well, so, um, yeah, reach out to me any any way you want to, text, DM, any of that, and um, I love talking to you guys, and yeah, holy shit, get ready for more podcasts, um, this has been Hostels in Hawaii, I hope you have an amazing day, I'm really glad we got to take this time to sit down and catch up with one another, it was really, really nice, um, and it was helpful for me too, to just kind of be able to process all that shit, because that's a lot, it was a lot, all at once, Um, and here's to the simple things, here's to the beautiful, little simple parts about life, 
life is very precious and we're lucky to be living it. So this has been Hostel Hawaii. I'm Zoe Cashin and I will see you in the next one. Bye.